0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about how to boost and build your self-confidence and self-esteem. There are so many of us out there, and I used to be one of those people who have awesome ideas, and who are just awesome people in general. Yet we do not even see our own worth and value. And when that happens, we allow other people to take advantage of us. We don't set healthy boundaries. And sometimes we don't even attempt our dreams. We don't even go for the things we want to see happen in our lives because we don't have the confidence to do it. So it causes a lot of problems in our lives. It wreaks a lot of havoc when we don't have self-esteem, self-confidence. And you can be a very successful person and still have low self-esteem. Usually what happens in that area is you may be very successful in your business, but then not successful in relationships. It always affects some area of your life. For some people, it may be affecting every area of your life. Maybe it is affecting your job, and maybe it's also affecting your relationships. But again, for a lot of people, it affects more of the relationships because what happens when we don't have self-confidence is we feel like, well, you should be lucky to have somebody. That's the feeling you get or that's what you tell yourself, which is totally not true. So you put up with a lot of stuff you shouldn't just because you feel like, well, at least I have somebody or I'm lucky that I have somebody. And again, personally, myself, I'd rather be alone than to be with someone who doesn't deserve me, who doesn't respect me, and who doesn't treat me well. But it's taken a long time to get there because for a long time, like in my first marriage, I never left because I was afraid to be alone. I thought, oh, if I do, if I leave, you know, there's not going to be somebody else and this is it for me, And which is really stupid and I see that now. But, you know, as a 24-year-old who was a little terrified of everything that was happening around her, I had no idea, you know. I thought I knew everything. I didn't even begin to know anything and even at this point in my life, I'm still learning things every day. So the point is, When we don't have high self-esteem, we allow others to treat us in ways that we don't deserve to be treated. We aren't setting healthy boundaries and people walk all over those. People are happy to do that because they get their needs met, but then we don't have our own needs met. So what can you do to boost that self-esteem or self-confidence? The first thing that you can do is start visualizing the person that you want to be. So if you're in a business, you're starting a business, or let's say there's a dream job that you want, start visualizing yourself, either opening that business and having clients walking through your door. Start visualizing the money coming in. Start visualizing that dream job. You're sitting at that desk and the office that you just love to have and you're doing the work you love to do surrounded by people who are amazing so start visualizing yourself as the thing that you aspire to be because then you feel a sense of pride about that could be me and honestly that is you you just haven't seen all of the things that you want to manifest come to life yet but it's going to When we struggle with low self-confidence, we often see ourselves in ways that others don't. So we think less of ourselves than other people do. Other people see us as awesome people, but we just don't see it in ourselves. So start visualizing yourself achieving all of the goals that you wish to set for yourself. You also need to do affirmations. Affirmations are such a powerful tool. And I do them every day, and I'm a huge fan of Pinterest because I have all of these different boards on Pinterest. I have a career vision board, I have a a relationship vision board, I have a money vision board, I have so many different ones. And within that, I have vision boards dedicated to affirmations, and I have them for career, I have them for money and for love. And honestly, these are not dumb. You know, People might say, oh, well, I just say them to myself. Here's the deal. Not only do you have to say the affirmation to yourself, you also have to believe it. And that's where a lot of people fall short. They may do the affirmations, but they don't really believe them. You have to actually believe them. Now, it might be that first you start off doing these affirmations and you're just saying them and you're not really feeling anything. But eventually, you start to really think of yourself in that way, like, this can happen. It can happen. And when that feeling in you starts to change, that's when you're going to start seeing real change in your life. They're really effective if you say them out loud so you can hear yourself. If you're like me, when I used to have my long drive to and from work, there were some really great people who had affirmations on YouTube And I would just do a search for whatever I was looking for, like love affirmations or money affirmations, whatever. And then I would put that on in the car and I would just repeat it while I was driving and try to focus on what I was saying. So it really was helpful and it really did help to set the tone for the day. If at all possible too, you can look in the mirror while you say these things again, I know a lot of people think, oh, that's so hokey. It's really not. I mean, there's a lot of science behind it that says that your brain accepts positive statements more quickly when you phrase them at, you know, instead of just saying, for example, I am so good at making deals, you phrase them as, why am I so good at this? You know, our brains are wired to seek answers to questions without analyzing whether the question is valid or not. So if we make it as a question statement, why do clients just love to work with me? And I love the question idea because sometimes when we just say, oh, I'm so good at making deals, our brains, like we're saying it and we kind of check out. When we say it the other way, it's like our brain's like, yeah, why are we good at this? So I love that whole, Turn it into a question so that your brain's analyzing it and making it really um, accept the positive statement a lot faster than if it wasn't a question. The other thing that you need to do is take risks. Do something that scares you. And it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to go skydiving and jump out of a plane. It can be. But what's one thing that scares you? For me. I hated public speaking. Oh, I used to hate that. And I know you're all like, what? You're in front of the camera and you're on your podcast. Yes, but I used to be so terrified of it. So even teaching, you're speaking publicly. So it wasn't really a natural thing for me to do at first. But one of the things that helped me to get out of my own head and to get out of the fear was to volunteer to do things where I had to speak publicly. And the first few times I did it, I was like sweating so much and I just looked like a mess and I stuttered. It didn't matter. Getting those experiences under my belt really did help me to get over that fear. Because what I understood is that, you know, the fear is something awful is going to happen when you get up to do this. So after I did it, I realized that those were just my own, that was my own overthinking, that was my ego telling me you're gonna fail, you're gonna do this, you're gonna be terrible. And it wasn't true at all. In fact, I found out I was actually pretty good at public speaking. And again, at first I might have stuttered a little bit or stammered, but I got better and better at it the more I did it. So do something that makes you get out of your comfort zone every day. Maybe you're very shy and you don't like talking to new people, so maybe when you're standing in line at the store or something, just start a little conversation with the person next to you, a little polite conversation, and it doesn't have to be big or long or whatever. It just gets you out of your comfort zone. The other thing you need to do is to start questioning your inner critic. Louise Hay said, you've been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. So try approving of yourself and see what happens. Some of the most harsh criticism comes from ourselves. It's the voice in our head. And if you struggle from low self-confidence, your critic has probably gotten way out of control and is very overactive and also a huge fat liar. Your inner critic will tell you lies that are not true. It will create scenarios that will never happen. So it's important that you take a look at this inner critic and try to support or deny things your inner critic tells you. So for example, if you, that inner voice says, I fail at everything, sit down and make a list of the things you haven't failed at. You know, Prove your inner critic wrong. If you find that you're really, really bad with the whole criticizing yourself and it's hard to stop that overthinking. Sometimes therapy helps with that or even like you can get a coaching session because I can give you some tools to help you stop doing that. But find opportunities to, that you have evidence in your life that shows that you're not a failure. And then find those opportunities to congratulate and compliment or even reward yourself for the smallest successes. I say this in my new book that's coming out. You've got to celebrate those tiny successes. No matter how small they may seem, it's still a success. And the more you start celebrating those things, the more you quiet that inner critic. And you can tell that inner critic to go, shove it, because you're proving that you're not a failure. You're proving that you're successful. So don't even worry about that inner critic. It's up to you to really silence that. It's just your ego and your ego is a liar. When we were small, our ego helped to keep us safe and now our ego is just a pain because it causes us to think things that aren't true. Now, the next thing I read about is a little out there and a little crazy, so I don't know if you want to try this, but there's something called the 100 Days of Rejection Challenge. There was um, a guy who made crazy requests of people in order to be rejected over 100 days. The purpose of this was to desensitize himself to rejection. He... um I guess this theory was like, if he kept getting rejected, one more rejection like wouldn't be a thing to him. He wouldn't worry about it. And then he wouldn't be afraid to be rejected. So you're kind of, in a way, busting through that fear of rejection. And it's not easy to do, but if you kind of have fun with it by doing these crazy requests, I don't know, it might be something. I've never tried this myself, but who knows? That might be something to look at seems really crazy, but um, maybe go research the 100 days of rejection challenge. One of the things that Eleanor Roosevelt said is, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And she's so right. People can tell us no, but we don't have to take it personally. And I think that is the problem with a lot of people pleasers is when someone says no to us, we take it like, I don't like you and I think you're a terrible person, which is why I'm telling you no, or I don't think that you have what it takes. That isn't what it means. Sometimes no is simply a not right now. And sometimes it's a, well, this isn't the best fit. It doesn't mean you're not good enough. Remember that sometimes God's rejection is our protection. So sometimes when we get a no, it's for our own good because whatever the thing was wasn't for our highest good. So being desensitized to people saying no and rejecting you, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that's a pretty good idea, actually. So the other thing you need to do is to set yourself up to win. Too many people get discouraged because they start, like you set a goal that's way too lofty. So let's say, for example, you wanna lose weight. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna lose 50 pounds. Instead of saying, I'm gonna lose 50 pounds, I mean, it's good to have the end goal in mind. But when we put that lofty goal up there, the challenge to achieve it becomes much greater. And therefore, you're setting yourself up to, well, I mean, kind of setting yourself up to fail because you're making it too overwhelming. Instead, you need to chunk your goals. So instead of saying, I wanna lose 50 pounds in this much time, say this week, I'm going to lose two pounds. That's a pretty achievable goal. I can lose two pounds in a week or in two weeks, whatever you, you know, whatever you're going to say, make your goals smaller and start meeting those mini goals. And then you're going to start feeling confident, like, oh my gosh, I did this. I achieved this. And then that gives you motivation to keep going. And if you keep adding those small goals, okay, next week, I'm going to lose another two pounds and then another two pounds. When you look at it like that, instead of I'm losing 50 pounds, if you just look at it as I'm going to lose two pounds, that seems much more achievable. And in the end, you probably would still have the same goal if you set it up the right way. You know, let's say you said I was going to lose 50 pounds in four months. You know, whatever. And that kind of puts that in front of you like oh I have to lose 50 pounds but if you did two pounds a week until you met that goal that's more achievable you're going to see more success and you're going to be able to feel confident in yourself that you can achieve that goal which is going to help you to achieve it and in the end result you're still going to lose 50 pounds you just didn't look at it the same way That's as crazy as that sounds. I mean, that's what we do in teaching. We say, by the end of the semester, you're going to learn this much material. And we do kind of lay it out there for the kids, like, this is what you're going to learn. But we don't teach them everything in that amount of time. We say, okay, this week, this is what we're going to focus on. And then next week, we're going to focus on this. And then the next week, we'll focus on this. And then before you know it, they have learned everything in that outline of the semester but it's made achievable because we've chunked it. And in the same way, you need to make your goals achievable by chunking it. So instead of saying, if you're a business owner, I need to make $5,000 by this amount, just say, I need to get two new clients a week. If I get two new clients, I mean, that seems much more achievable. And you won't get discouraged because if you don't meet that goal exactly, it doesn't seem like a huge failure but also I think it's such a small thing that you probably are going to be much more likely to achieve that goal and then you celebrate those little successes and you just start feeling so much better about yourself so don't overwhelm yourself by making your goals too lofty break it down it's good to know the end goal and you can have that in mind but break that down into smaller chunks how are you going to achieve that end goal week by week and that seems much more doable and you're not gonna get overwhelmed. Also, if you help someone else, helping someone else takes our attention off of ourselves and it makes us feel grateful for what we have. And you feel good when you're able to make a difference for someone else. So instead of focusing on your own weaknesses, volunteer to mentor or to assist or help others and you'll see your own self-confidence grow when you do that. The most important thing is to take care of yourself. Self-care is not selfish, and there are so many people out there who do so much for other people, and yet they don't take care of themselves, and that's so important that you do. Self-confidence depends on having good physical health and emotional health, and also social health. You can't feel good about yourself if you always have low energy, and you dread life because you're doing way too much. So it's time to make sure everything is balanced in your life. And as I said before, it is really important to set personal boundaries with people. You need to learn how to say no, which is hard for a lot of people. But when you tell others no, you're teaching them to respect your own personal boundaries. You know, when you don't tell people no, you end up getting roped into doing a lot of things you don't wanna do. And that also has a big effect on your self-confidence. So you need to be able to learn how to tell people, no, this is not the way that I wanna be treated. The other thing is you need to make sure that you shift to an equality mentality. So people with low self-esteem think that others are more deserving or better than, or they got this because they deserved it more than anyone else. You need to understand that we are all equal. There is no one better than anyone else. The only difference between you and someone who has a, a buttload of money, there's a couple of things. Either they were born into it, which again is not your, um, not your fault, but it doesn't make them better than you, or they worked really hard and learned how to make that success, which you can do as well. It's totally capable for you to do that as well. So you need to see that you are equal to everyone else. Because we are. In God's eyes, we are all equal. There's not one person who's better than the other. All right. So I hope that that helped you a little bit. Um, Make sure you're doing those mantras, though. I think they're so important. So I wanted to pull a card for you today. And the card I pulled for you is from my Divine Whispers deck. And it's Have Confidence in Yourself. The universe is asking you to have confidence in yourself and your abilities today. You have everything you need right now to be successful. Open your solar plexus chakra and know that you are worthy and deserving of everything that you wish to see in your life. Imagine a yellow light just above your belly button. This is where your solar plexus chakra is. Now take a moment to breathe in deeply and imagine that yellow light getting brighter and brighter. With each deep breath in, you begin to feel your confidence soar. Have faith in yourself, my love, just as the universe has faith in you. See yourself with the loving eyes of God because he sees you with such adoration. You can do anything you set out to accomplish. Your mantras for this card, I can do anything. I can accomplish all of my goals. I love, accept, and trust myself. I am worthy, I am confident in all that I do. And I love that, guys. And you are so worthy of everything, so never doubt that. Always believe in yourself and trust that you have everything you need right now to be successful, because you do. When we remember whose we are, that we are one with the divine, we have infinite power within us to achieve all of our goals. So never forget where you came from. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you for being with me. If you would like to order your own Divine Whispers deck, they are $22. You can order them on my website. Simply go to MelissaOpen.com, go to the Divine Whispers tab, and there's a PayPal button. Pay online, and then it will prompt you to put in your address, and I will ship you your very own deck of cards. Right now, you should get them in one to two days, Uh, because I was able to change my supplier and able to get them to you much faster so I'm super happy about that also thank you for listening and if you like this podcast please subscribe please share it with others please leave reviews all of that helps me tremendously and I appreciate it so much if you feel like donating to this channel if my messages have helped you you can donate through either Venmo or PayPal. My information is in the description of the podcast. I want to thank you so much for supporting me, for listening to me. If you want to work with me, you can go to my website, check out all the services that I offer. I have new pricing now, better pricing for you, and packages available. And when you want to book, you can simply email me text me or message me. Any way you want to get a hold of me is perfect and we can set up your appointment that way and you can also pay that way. As always, thank you for being with me. Don't forget to follow me on social media where I go live on Instagram and Facebook once a week and you can get your free card readings there. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. I am sending you so many wonderful blessings and I hope that you feel them and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.